What's up guys and welcome to the next episode of the Be The Best You podcast from myself Josh and my partner in crime Shauna. <laughs> so today guys we're going to be talking a little bit about getting back into training with the reopen of gyms um, in short distance. No date but short distance. <laughs> yeah I know on that subject don't get too excited there's been no confirmed date yet. Um, it's all rumours. I've probably heard five different rumoured dates. So until we get a set confirmed opening date, that's when we can get excited. Um, but for the minute, you know, chill out a little bit. <laughs> but um, it is it is close. It is it is um, going to be within it is, month. Yeah, it's, it's it's round the corner. So yeah, a lot of people are probably thinking about going back into the gym and they're back into their training plans and how are they going to get back into training. So the gyms have opened then, you're going back into the gym and the best thing I would recommend is having a plan. You've not been there for three months, you're going to be like wondering what to do, you're probably going to be wandering around and you don't want to waste your time. So a plan is the best form of attack. Yeah, definitely. Um, me and Josh always preach about having a training plan. We both have one. Um, it's just so important to have one. If you go into the gym and you're just wandering around, going from kit to kit with no sort of plan or idea of what you're actually doing, um, it's not likely that you're going to see the results you want. If you have a set plan for your goal, so you know what you're doing, and you, you go into the gym knowing exactly what you're going to do, then you're much more likely to get the results you want. Um, obviously, doing it, you can basically, the best way to do it is like set a little time period as well. So you could either have like four weeks, six weeks, 12 weeks. Yeah, definitely. Um, we, on our website, we have um, 12 week plans that you can purchase um, really good like kickstart back into fitness so they're probably ideal if you're going back into the gym um, we do a bulking plan and a cutting plan um, so obviously depending on your goal um, cutting being you want to lose a bit of fat and bulking being you want to put on a little bit of muscle yes. um, really good sort of guidance to follow for 12 weeks and um, just to kind of get you back into the swing of things also brilliant for newbies as well just get you back into the swing so you kind of have a a guide to follow rather than just in a way wasting your time in the gym because you know I, I, I can hold my hands up and say I was that person years and years ago when I first joined the gym I was just going from one piece of kit to another piece of kit doing a few exercises and then coming out not even burning a sweat and not really knowing what I was doing and um, so it's really good to have a bit of guidance to follow yeah 100% it's not only like the guidance of knowing what you're doing you'll find it like will also keep you motivated yeah, and like on track with things um just knowing what you're doing in your head um like it could be like a lot of performance based as well um so you can see yourself progressing because there's nothing worse than coming back after three or four months and then feeling like you're not getting anywhere and then in your head you feel like you've lost a, like more time and then you just lose lose the motivation for it again which is like exactly the opposite of what we want you to do yeah definitely i think a lot of people the, the main reason that people quit is because they're not seeing results and they're just unmotivated so yeah by following the plan obviously much 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 better way of staying um committed for longer um just while we're on the subject of the plans um wanted to touch a little bit on stereotypes so we had someone mention the other day that um the, the bulking plan was just for men and the cutting plan was just for women and um, obviously this made us chuckle um, absolutely not so I could I could obviously do the bulking plan it's not going to make me super bulky and super big 
Um, if you want to tone up, ideally you're going to want to start lifting. So I'd recommend the bulking plan. If you want to lose a little bit of fat, even guys want to lose a bit of fat. I'm you can doing do it at the moment. Yeah, yeah, Josh is cutting at the minute. We're both cutting at the minute. Um, and as soon as we go back into the gym, we'll both be bulking again a little bit. So, um, yeah, don't don't listen to the stereotype. Um, you c- doesn't matter who you are. You, it doesn't matter if you're a complete beginner. If you're um, been going to the gym for years, you know you can do whatever plan you like. Yeah, definitely. And I think like the word bulking as well. People, women as such. Don't, yeah, it's a bit it's a bit scary, don't, isn't it? Yeah, don't any feminists out there come and give me hate, but like. <laughs> when a woman all comes to us and says, well, I don't want to put on loads of muscle and look big and bulky. But like, I want a tone. But I want a tone, like, yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. And, like, to put on a lot of muscle, you've got to eat a lot of food yeah. and do a lot of progressive overloaded training. Like, to put on, like, professional bodybuilders will put on half a kilo of yeah. muscle a year. Yeah. Sort of thing. And but doing just 12 weeks of bulking, all you're going to do is tone up a little bit, just get a little bit more definition in your arms, a little bit more definition in your, maybe your core or your legs, and, you know, you're not going to get necessarily bigger. It's, it's more for the definition. Yeah, definitely. And then on the flip side of it, when it comes to, like, say, a, um, a, a cutting plan, it's not just cardio, cardio, cardio. Oh, absolutely not. You're, even in our cutting plans, you're still weightlifting, you're still... Um, doing resistance training so it don't feel like cutting just means running on a treadmill because yeah. I couldn't think of anything worse <laughs> yeah definitely and then also on that on that subject of like your cutting and stuff it leads nicely on to like your food and that sort of thing and it doesn't you don't have to lose uh, lose all of your food I've completely lost what I was saying <laughs> but you don't have to cut out all of your food no you can still eat food you like you can still eat the food that you enjoy. So a lot of people think that doing a, um, a fat loss diet means that you can only eat bland foods like salads yeah. and, and chicken and rice and just just salad. And I'm like, well, actually, no, you, you don't have to. You can still have the foods that you enjoy. It's, it's not what you're having, it's the amount you're having. So it's about being in a calorie deficit. As Josh is proving at the minute with his little um, diet experiment, you can eat you know, McDonald's every day and lose fat. It's not about what you're eating, it's how much you're eating. Obviously, the healthier foods, like salad, have less calories, so you, therefore you can eat more. more yeah. If you go and have you know, a, a takeaway, you're probably gonna use all your calories in, in one meal. So it's not ideal, but you can still, you know, if you love your chocolate or your wine, you can still have it just within reason. So obviously cutting doesn't mean being boring and bland. Yeah. You can, don't have to do loads of cardio. You don't have to eat really boring and horrible foods. You can still eat what you like just within reason and you can still train in my opinion in a fun way yeah definitely and like that's that's the part of it it's making it fun and making it enjoyable so that you're going to stick to it yeah um it shouldn't feel like a diet it shouldn't no. feel like um you shouldn't hate it if you wake up every day and you're like oh it's mm-hmm. awful i've got a diet and you're miserable and then you're not doing it right yeah it's, it's a lifestyle change it's not a six-week diet of hell yeah. it's, it's a lifestyle change for the better like me me personally i don't i don't like the word diet because people yeah diet with like the little yeah with like inverted commas yeah like people like you say the word diet and people are like oh you're one of them you're on a diet and i'm like no i'm not on a diet it's just this is the mainstream word that everybody uses yeah. right and then if you say other bits and bobs it offends someone else but yeah like just because it's a diet doesn't have to be a diet like for instance you can eat whatever you want as long as you're in your calories and you're eating enough protein. Yeah, absolutely. 
So another thing with um, going, getting back into training is you might be a little bit worried about whether or not you're going to be as fit or as strong as you were, say, three months ago, back in March, um, when we were still training. Realistically, no. You prob- if, you, if you've not done any training or any sort of lifting during lockdown, then yeah, of course you're going to have lost a little bit of strength and a little bit of your fitness. But that is completely okay. Um, it will take, if, if you get back into it in full swing, it will take a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months to get back to where you were. Um, you might not be able to go back and lift what you were lifting um, but again, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Everyone's in the same boat. Um, it's just about getting back into it, being consistent like you used to be. And it will come back. Your muscle, muscle, muscle memory will come back. You will be able to get back to where you were. Start progressive overloading again and the strength will come back. I know that Josh was really worried about losing a lot of muscle um, and really worried about losing a lot of size um, back in March. I think he had a bit of a meltdown because he wasn't going to be able to lift for three months. Um, and realistically, yeah, he might not be as strong as he was, but to look at, you, you don't look any different. You haven't lost loads of muscle. You haven't lost loads of size. You still look the same. So it doesn't, so aesthetically, I wouldn't worry too much about it, but like, like I said, it will only take a couple of weeks, maybe a month of training properly to get back to where you were. Yeah, definitely. And if you're one of these people that is a little bit worried about like what other people may think or like, oh, he's, he's lost a lot of size or this and that or whatever in the gym or he's got unfit and he couldn't like he could do a class easily and now you're coming back into the class and you're worried that you might not be able to sustain that sort of like stamina for the whole class everybody's in that same situation yeah exactly like no one's done a like a blooming hit class a proper hit class with an instructor for three months straight over you unless they've got some fancy home gym um they're all going to be in the same situation as you so like everyone's like performance levels are going to decrease so don't worry about it too much if you're worried about going into a class and not being able to yeah not being able to do it as well as you've done before it's not just a case of being in the weight room and stuff like your your stamina is going to drop so everyone's in that same situation even when you jump into a class yeah and if you have been lucky enough to train for lockdown um you know it's getting back into gym progressing and and just carry on going it is it's yeah it shouldn't it shouldn't be something to put you off and to demotivate you you might think oh well last year I lost I don't know a stone and I've put it back on during lockdown so I've completely lost the motivation and I'm just gonna give up that's absolutely not the case like everybody's in the same same boat as you at the end of the day we've just gone through some sort of global pandemic (laughs) (laughs) it's three months long three months you know you'll look back in this in 10 years it'll feel like three weeks it feels like forever right now but you know don't just give up now because you've had to sort of just think okay this is sort of like a fresh start I'm going to get back into it and I might not be where I was before I'm going to have to do all that sort of hard work again to get back but you know just got just got to do it haven't we yeah definitely and if you are really nervous and really scared or just need someone to talk to just drop us a message or send us an email like I want to help you I'm sure wants to help people um, so yeah, just don't be afraid to reach out to us. You might notice that going back into the gym, if you are going back to training properly um, and you haven't been training properly in the last three months, that your nutrition is going to have to change as well. Um, you'll notice that if you burn more, you're going to want to eat more. Um, so we're just going to give you some, like, basically what we're going to do. Some uh, tips. <laughs> sort of tips. <laughs> um, basically what we'll do. And um, people will think, oh, well, you know, I've burnt 500 calories today, so I can have 500 calorie takeaway. <laughs> Not, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> um, so, 
for example, Josh, what, what, what are you going to do? Um, you're going back to training. You Before, you weren't really burning much more. Yeah, than so I'm going to still be, like, cutting anyway. Um, You'll still be in a deficit. Yeah, I'll still be yeah. in a deficit, but I won't be in as massive a deficit. Like, I deliberately dropped it to, like, a stupid deficit. Yeah. Because we're not active. Yeah, because yeah. we're not as active. So now I'm just going to boost it back up to what I would have been doing. Um, my maintenance is about 2.2, so I'll probably go back to about 2,000. And 2,000 is the lowest I've ever been while training, sort of thing. And I know I can get results from that. Um, so, yeah, I think the, the important thing is is to not um, re-eat the calories you've burnt. Um, yeah, because that's a bit of a cop out. Like, yeah, my fitness pal does it a lot, and it yeah, frustrates me. Yeah, that's the one thing about my fitness pal. If I go for a long walk and I've walked ten thousand steps, it's given me an extra two, three hundred calories for that day. And from walking ten thousand steps, I don't really need to eat that much more. Yeah, um, it's a bit misleading. Yeah, obviously you do need to make sure you're fueling your body right for the training sessions. So naturally, you probably will eat a little bit more, um, but it's got to be sort of fueling your sessions. Um, rather than just thinking, okay, I'm going to do a spinning class so that I can eat rubbish. <laughs> if, if you are going to be one of those people that does it, great, fine. But you're going to more predominantly want to be eating to your maintenance, so to speak, or just below your maintenance Yeah. sort of thing. If you're not looking to... If, if you're just looking to sustain what you're doing, then, yeah, you can get away with doing a spin class and then be like, okay, well, I've done this, I can do that. But if you're looking to put on a little bit of weight or lose a little bit of weight, then that's one of the things that you just, you just got to not do, really. Yeah, so for me, for, for me personally, when I go back to the gym, um, at the minute I'm eating extremely low. I'm eating 1,200 Um but I'm not, I'm not physically active. I'm doing my 10,000 steps and I'll do the odd run or the odd session. But honestly, I'm not training very much at the minute. Um, but then again, I'm not eating a lot. So I know that I'm not gaining weight. Um, but for me personally, when I do go back to the gym, I'll put my calories back up to 1,500, which is normally where I sit. Um, it's still a deficit with my training, but I know that I'm getting the fuel that I need for my session. So that doesn't mean I'm going to eat extra snacks or extra naughty things. It just means I'm going to have a bigger portion of rice with my dinner, or it means I'm going to have, um, you know, more pasta or potatoes. Just and that will just fuel me. So I'm not necessarily eating more. I'm just having more portion with my meal. If that yeah. makes sense. And basically, you're just almost replacing the energy that you've burned. Yeah, exactly than, that. And I'm not yeah. eating back. I'm not. I don't personally. I don't track the calories I burn in my sessions. I think can be a bit obsessive and unnecessary um i don't train to burn calories i train to be fit and to build muscle i don't yeah <laughs> don't more. think it's necessary to know exactly how many calories i've burnt um but say if i have burnt say 500 calories um i know that i'm definitely still in deficit the only time that i would be bothered about calories burnt in a session is to make sure that my intensity is there yeah to a point so, yeah you can use it to track how hard you've worked and um, that's for weight training it's not essential i think if you're doing for example a hit class um tracking your calories in a hit class is quite good because you, you can kind of know in my half an hour i've burnt 300 calories right i've worked hard if i've only yeah, burnt use your bench box, yeah, if, yeah. I, if i've only burnt 200 maybe i've not worked as hard yeah definitely so as we have discussed in our last podcast josh has been doing a sort of diet experiment and um, we spoke about it a few a few times 
Um, I think the last time we spoke about it, Josh was in his first week of doing his smoothie diet. Yes. So it basically, he's been doing two weeks of um, only eating. So basically, like uh, juice replacements. Yeah. So he'll have breakfast and lunch as a shake. Smoothie. Yeah, a smoothie, and then his normal dinner at fifteen hundred calories. On the second two weeks, which he's on now, he's still eating fifteen hundred calories, but he's eating proper meals, he's eating, you know, cookies or things that he enjoys as well, as long as he's still in that deficit in that calorie goal. Yeah. So for me personally, um, I've noticed a massive difference. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're not as you're not moaning about being hungry as much. Um, I don't get woken up in the morning by the bloody shaker, whatever you call it. My blender. My yeah, the blender. Bullet. Don't get woken up by the blender at six thirty <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> um, but it's it's kind of just proving a point that um, it doesn't matter what you eat. If you're eating the same amount of calories at fifteen hundred, it doesn't matter what food you're eating in the fifteen hundred. As as long as you're eating under or fifteen hundred then you'll be losing weight. What you actually consume doesn't matter. So you might make a shake and think, oh, I'm, I'm having a juice diet, so I'm going to lose weight. Well, yeah, yes, you, you probably trace. will. It's you probably brain, will. Yeah. But you can also eat, you know, what did we have this morning? We had chicken sausages, smoked salmon, and um, tomatoes, mushrooms. You know, a nice big cooked breakfast for the same amount of calories as a shake might be, but it's going to fill you up for a lot longer. It's got a lot more nutrients in it. There, there was a point, yeah, on that point, on the the last the last day that I was doing the, the juice sort of style of it, I had a protein shake with my juices in and all that sort of stuff. And then Shauna, my sister, and my brother-in-law were all sat around the dinner table with a lovely fry-up that they'd mm-hmm. cooked. It was all, like, had the right vegetables, like tomatoes, all that sort of stuff. That's nice, some like, isn't it? Oh, well, yeah, like... <laughs> like few eggs all that sort of stuff and it was a huge plate for and I was sat down and I'm getting real bad food envy right now and do you know what our cooked breakfast had less calories in it than Josh's shake yeah (laughs) and I was like brilliant I'm in a busy day that day as well I think we went off to Ikea yeah this was another point and then then we went off to Ikea and if anyone who's been to Ikea they've got like the blooming hot dogs blooming meatballs uh, meatballs all that sort of stuff and it was like yeah cool can't have that mint (laughs) Yeah, it's like yeah. 180 calories in one of their hot dogs, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> For that sort of stuff. So it was it was a good experiment. And like, if you, I'll be honest with you, yes, I did lose weight, but we all knew I was going to lose weight. Yeah, of course. If you're eating 1,500 calories, that's a massive deficit for you. Of course you're going to lose mm. weight. We're just making the point that what you actually consume doesn't matter. Yeah. So but obviously eating normal meals is going to be more nutritious. You're going to feel fuller. You're going to have more energy. Um, what I will note at the beginning of this week you had a bit of a sugar come down (laughs) (laughs) Um, where Josh was eating two shakes a day all he was eating was protein powder and fruit and obviously fruit has a lot of sugar in it and he was he wasn't he weren't really eating carbs to be honest you were literally just eating some of my carbs in the evening yeah you literally just had fruit and that's obviously quite sugar rush and you were just used to doing it for two weeks and then when you stopped doing that and you went back to normal foods and you weren't having loads of sugar and loads of fruit you just felt really faint and dizzy and you kind of had like a little yeah, I want to say come it was, down from it. I think it was Monday, so yeah, I'd about the weekend to recover, sort of thing, and my body to almost adjust. We went for a walk in the evening with a dog, and I got halfway into it, and I was like, I feel really dizzy. Yeah, I just felt a little bit like it was like, a bit of a come down from yeah. the sugar. And again, it's not what you were doing 
wasn't necessarily healthy because you were cutting out massive food groups. You weren't yeah. obviously you had your protein powder, but I will always um I would always so, rate on the fact that if you're gonna um have protein shakes it's if you can't get the protein intake through food. So Yeah, supplement <laughs> supplementation you always is one of the, the last things that Yeah, you it's the last have. resort. I do I don't disagree with supp- um supplements um like protein shakes. But it is if you are just trying to get that little bit more protein. I personally don't take it because I can get my protein intake from food. But for Josh, because he does have quite a big protein intake. Um, yeah, we do. <laughs> his, his protein intake is pretty much double mine. <laughs> so um, he does need the extra supplements. And if um, maybe even if you're um, you know, just m- a massive meat lover or maybe even a vegetarian, then again, it's supplements might be an option. But Yeah, someone like a vegan with a specific diet, like for that sort of stuff. might need the sort of supplements, yeah. Yeah, because, oh no, this is going off on a tangent a bit, but yeah, like a vegan diet is very restricted in terms of the, nu- like the, the nutrients and the yeah, food that they can get. Yeah, you've got to be very careful. So like someone like a vegan, they can have like a vegan protein shake and that sort of stuff, because obviously that's essential for like bone growth and Yeah, it is, yeah, definitely. Um, but me personally, I... I've always been able to hit my macros with just food, yeah, and I've 100%. always and I've always like said that I don't need to take anything else. But obviously, I, I wouldn't. I'm not slating supplements. I just think they're kind of like a last resort. You don't need to do it. It's just if you cannot hit your macro goal. Yeah. You know, you know, not everyone wants to have like steak for breakfast. So <laughs> if you don't want to do that, then protein shakes and protein bars and things like that are a good alternative. And don't get me wrong, I do have like protein snacks if I'm going to snack I'll probably have a protein snack but you don't have to have them it's just yeah definitely like get everything else nailed first yeah like exactly. get, get the fundamentals and the basics nailed and then any good trainer or coach will say to you right now is where we need to look at the details and go from there but that was a bit yeah. of a tangent no no yeah. it's a good one yeah it was a good um, tangent but no just to sum up Josh's sort of um diet experiment um you can eat Whatever you like, as long as it fits your macros and it's in your calories, you know, you don't have to eat plain, boring and food you don't like. You can eat the foods you still like as long as it fits your macros. Yes, definitely. And I'll agree with that. It's a lot easier when it comes to social gatherings. Yeah, it's how you keep your social life, isn't it? Yeah. And like even the little things like having breakfast with your family, I didn't think it was a social thing, but it was and it made me feel a bit like, ugh. But yeah, like as long as you're in, in your calories then you're going to lose weight, so it's going to work for you. Wrapping it up then, guys, that is another instalment from myself and Shauna, and we hope you guys have a really, really good week, and hopefully there'll be some good news in the next couple of weeks when it comes to opening the gym. Um, But in the meantime, stay positive, stay amazing, join the movement, look out for all of our socials, which are... Uh, Be the best you fit... Um, is our Instagram and Facebook. And if you're looking to contact us via email, it is be the best you fitness at outlook.com. And stay tuned for our website coming this month in July. Yes, have a great one, guys, and always stay positive. <laughs>